Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. One thing we're really happy to see in Las Vegas are new acts. You know, after two years of the pandemic, it's been kind of a desert out there, so to speak. And we're seeing some new acts come up. The first really new act, I think, is a great one. Kyle Martin's Piano Man. And you don't want to miss this where he does a great tribute to Billy Joel and Elton John. And those two are kind of together. Kyle, welcome. Where'd you get the idea of putting those two together? I know they perform a lot uh, together. Yeah, they, they do. Uh, yeah, but thank you so much for having me on your show, and and uh, what an honor to be you know, one of the first acts back here after the after the pandemic. And uh, you know, the thing about um, uh, Elton and Billy, it just came so so naturally. Uh, you know, I think it, you know when when you start off in piano, everybody always asks you, you know, do you play any Billy Joel? Do you play any Elton John? And and uh, and, and putting those two acts together, it just it, it feels like a real great natural fit. Being able to perform both of those. Um, you know, obviously I don't do it at the same time, but, uh, <laughs> um, that would be, that would be a magic trick. That's my magic Yeah, show. that'd be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, doing, being, being able to kind of show off a little bit of uh, Billy, a little bit of Elton, and then, uh, we have a little bit of a surprise at the end of the show too, where uh, people kind of get a chance to see, uh, see me as Kyle versus, uh, the Billy and Elton persona. So... Well, that's great because I think it's really important. People don't realize with these tribute acts, it takes a lot of ability and you just can't do what they do and then not be a great talent yourself. So it must be kind of fun for you to kind of get out there and do a little on your own, you know, in addition to uh, paying tribute to these two great artists. Absolutely. And, you know, all the all the honor and the credit goes to uh, these two brilliant performers and their whole teams. And and, uh, you know, doing uh, so I did uh, moving out uh, the I was the piano man on that show for about uh, two years. And um, uh, Billy, you know, so technically Billy's your boss for, you know, performing the role that he, he helped create. And um, what a fantastic opportunity to kind of learn, um, you know, the, just that that whole life you kind of have to take on that whole persona and um you know so it's just a big dream come true uh doing this and now doing the las vegas uh it's nothing better as a performer's dream for sure well it has to be exciting too because i think the two of them were real pioneers in the world of rock everybody associates rock with guitars of course you know that's been right. from the beginning these guys brought the piano in and it's perfect for las vegas because you're playing rock and roll yet it's a place that uh liberace was so famous for before so right. there is kind of a piano love in there as well absolutely there, there's there's tons of piano and uh some some fun little uh some fun little things i think everybody will enjoy and you know it's all live 
So uh, you, who knows? Uh, things things could go wrong really quickly. So. <laughs> well, yeah, but but, uh, but, you, but you feed off of audiences, right? I mean, you know, going back yeah. to that, like you said, piano man, you like playing in front of a live crowd. I love playing in front of live crowds. Um, you know, I, I played in front of thousands of people, and you know, uh, it's one of the biggest ones. I mean, you know, ten, when you play in front of ten, tens of thousands of people with a piano, and uh, I, I had one experience, um, you know, where where my my arm actually went numb uh, during during one of the big uh, big big uh, big numbers. I had this pinched nerve in my in my shoulder, and uh, you know, and, and and playing in front of the audience. You feed off that energy, and they keep you going the whole time. And you know, everybody's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Keep going, keep going." <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, but it's 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 just so much fun because that's why you do it. You do it for the audience and, and the and the love that they give back, and then the love that you give, and it's just this great great uh, symbiotic relationship. Absolutely. Well, I think your story is fascinating because you know you mentioned you were the piano man. That's great. But tell people you had to beat out over thirty thousand men for the job. I mean, oh my god. Yeah, there, there. You know, so so it was uh, it, it was quite the experience, and um, you know, I got the phone call to come try out out in New York City, and you know, uh, you know, thirty thousand guys. That's 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 a huge feat. But uh, you know, then again, when I got that phone call, I had no idea, you know, exactly if this was like the Broadway version of moving out or if this was like, you know, the, the dinner theater version or the <laughs> moving out on ice or, or something. I had, I had no idea. And so I think that took the pressure off big time. So here I end, end up uh, showing up in New York and, uh, and auditioning in this, this wonderful studio. And, uh, and the, the, uh, the people came in and they're, you know, the guy that won the Tony for the orchestration and, you know, the, the, the casting company and all that. And they're just sitting there and they're just smiling as the songs are going on. And then all of a sudden the video camera comes out and says, oh, yeah, we're going to videotape this for Twyla Tharp. And I'm like, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was it was quite the experience because at that moment I, I saw somebody else walk in that I, I I recognized from the from the the moving out show uh, from from before and I'm like oh my gosh this is the real real deal <laughs> and uh, so he takes me out and he, he, this is one of the guys his name's Matthew Friedman he became one of my best friends he's still today today one of my best friends and uh, so we went out to sushi he goes hey bro you can't tell you this but. Uh, but uh, you got the role, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so super exciting, yeah. But it was it was a great experience. And wasn't Billy Joel one of the people that, that helped choose uh, you? My understanding is is that is a yes, but uh, you're going to have to confirm that with the whole moving out <laughs> team. So, yeah, I mean, he has a say in everything, obviously. But uh, I did get a chance to meet him uh, back in 2008, and so he, he he knew everybody that was in the show. And, uh, you know, he actually came up to me and he said, you know, he, he said, I hear you know, there's great things happening with the show. Um, you guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. And uh, that that was that was wild too, because getting an opportunity to meet the man and meeting him while he's practicing for the closure of the Shea Stadium—that was history. Yeah, that was, 
history right there. So, you know, I'm walking in and, and here's all the guys going, hey, Kyle, what's up? You know, and there's like <laughs> Chuck Berge, Andy Sishon, uh, Tommy Burns and Crystal Telefiero uh, and uh, just, I mean, all these wonderful, wonderful people in his band and and uh, and then Billy himself. And that was uh, just, just, just history, watching history right there, yeah. Well, and doing those two guys, I mean, what catalogs both of them have, you know? And uh, I, I, one of the things I really like about both is they have a, a catalog too, where not everything sounds the same. I mean, I, I always, right. I was a big Billy Joel fan in my youth and is in, in this business, and the albums were so great because each album had its own feel. Is that something you try to bring? Because I, I got to figure. That's got to be tough to go in there because it isn't just one style. You've got to get, and, and right. both of them have their <laughs> their own styles. They do, they do, and we and we try to um, uh, be as authentic as possible with you know with the sounds, with the inflections, with um, uh, you know, and, and and you know, it's not a hundred percent exactly like them, but you know, definitely enough to where we give the the, the tribute to uh, to the particular artist. Because I mean, you you can't be exactly. Uh, exactly the artist because they're they're one of a kind and the thing I love about Elton is you know there there's there's great storytelling in there you know the songs that he's written with Bernie and and uh, they're great great lyrics great music and Billy's a great storyteller um, you know uh, they they've been able to take the whole concept of rock flip it on its head and make it their own and um, you know you, when you hear like things on American Idol or The Voice where they're like yeah, man man you made that song your own I mean these are the guys that actually did that and um that's that's a phenomenal thing yeah and, and both of them really developed as artists i mean i think of early billy joel really kind of a storyteller and some of that stuff that a lot of people aren't even familiar with is great and then they get that uh, that that string of hits and the same thing right. elton john started out with uh he was more in the rock category, and then he got more in, in pop as it went on, yet uh, consistent enough where people that are fans kind of go with the mood. I mean, do you find that, that people like want to hear a variety of things from each of them? Um, you know, I will, I will be honest. I mean, you know, I, I saw a video, um, a live performance of Paul McCartney, and uh, I've also seen you know, Billy and Elton in, in, live as well. And, you know, everybody loves the old hits. Right. Everybody loves. I mean, there, there's a, like Piano Man has to be done at every single show. Uh, you know, uh, Crocodile Rock. You know, uh, it has to be done. Don't don't let the sun go down on me. As it has to be done. And uh, and then you know, Paul McCartney would make a moment of some of his new material because a lot of people, you know, you know, when you play the new material, people don't connect with it as much as they do the old stuff. But to watch somebody like you know, Billy hasn't come out with anything uh, new for a while, but but Elton keeps coming out with some great new new materials and this, this latest album uh that that he came out with um you know i'm 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 listening to it on repeat it's brilliant absolutely love it um but you know it's uh it, you have to make a moment out of it yeah and um you know in order for people to really connect with it and i think that's watching them throughout the years just progress and uh, take their audiences with them that's art in and of itself how do you do that as an artist where you don't just become niche and only for a time period, but how to make your music lasting throughout the decades. It's really true, and I think of maybe one of the best live acts was 
just in Vegas a, a while ago, the Rolling Stones. And I know that, you know they've been doing this forever, but part of it is yeah, I remember that them saying you give the people what they want, and they know right. that. Yeah, you know you you know I remember Van Morrison used to say how much he hated singing those old songs, but you know your fan, <laughs> your fan base wants to hear that. <laughs> Yeah, be careful what you make your first number one hit because you'll be doing that for the rest of your life. So, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, you play like in the show. It's great. It's 17. And I think kind of the beauty of it, too, is having two stars like that. It, it, I like that mix. It's, it's kind of fun because you know it's going to be stuff you like. And yet you get, yep. you get a little variety that way as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And the, um, you know, the, the, and we put, obviously there's a Vegas spin on the show as well. Blair Farrington, uh, who's, uh, he's been a Broadway director and of course Baz, everybody knows him for Baz. Um, and, um, you know, he, he's helped direct this show. And the things that he's put together with, you know, the choreography and the blocking and the timing and everything within the show, just absolutely, absolutely brilliant. And, the, you know, the team that, that's put together lighting and sound and all that, um, you know, it, it's is phenomenal. Um, you know, so, so, you know, you get that whole kind of Vegas, uh, Vegas approach to it. The dancers are, are barn on some of the, some of the top dancers in, in all of Las Vegas and the musicians as well. So, you know, when we are putting on this show for everyone, we, we bring, uh, we bring the best of Las Vegas to everyone. Finally, is there uh, a couple of songs that, you know, they, they have so many different songs, fast stuff, slow stuff, whatever, that really brings the place uh, alive? You know, I, I'm thinking like with Elton John, maybe something like either Crocodile Rock or Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, something like that. Uh, are, yeah. are there a couple for each of those artists? Oh, we do. Yeah, we, we have. Uh, I, I love the moments in, in the show, like uh, the you know there we have the New York State of Mind moments um, for Billy, and then you know we have the Saturday the Saturday night uh, is all right for fighting. I mean, everybody's out of their seat dancing, and and, and just it's 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 great. Um, and then we have a great moment that goes it starts from a very slow moment, and then it builds into a, a really big rousing ending uh, to the song and uh, to, to the to the end of the show, and uh, the song. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll just I'll share with you. You guys have to see this new rendition of "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road," mm. and it, it, it's it's one of the best ones that's out there. Um, so you know you guys are going to be in for a big moment right there. Yeah, that's one of my favorite moments. Well, you don't want to miss this. It's a great show. It's uh, the Piano Man. It's at uh, the Mosaic on the Strip, which also we want to talk about. A lot of people may not, may not know it's a great theater for these type of things too. You can really enjoy yep. that, right? I mean, it's got to be a fun place to play. I'm thinking. What what uh, uh, Dean Coleman and Sophia Song have done with that um, uh, done with that theater uh, is it's the it's the best venue in town. Uh, but it's also it's tucked away nicely where it's uh, it's it's the last standalone theater on the Strip. And uh, I think everybody used to know it. It used to be the Empire Ballroom a long time mm -hmm. ago. And uh, so now uh, we have state-of-the-art lighting. We have state-of-the-art sound. Um, you know, Excess Entertainment is coming in. They, they've really, really, you know, spiced up the, uh, uh, the spice of everything to where you, you get the full experience of lighting, sound, uh, you know, special effects, uh, maybe a little bit of pyro. Uh, who knows? But, uh, but yeah, it's, it, it, you will be blown out of your seat with the, what's going on with that show. Kyle Martin's Piano Man. You don't want to miss it. It's Mosaic on the Strip. You can get tickets. This is real easy at mosaiconthestrip.com. Can't be much easier. And, Kyle, if they want to see what you're doing, uh, do you have a website as well? I do. Yes, pianomanlv.com. 
We will check that out. We will go see your show. Thanks so much, Kyle. Really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Let's go.